Race matters. 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 continue i'd like to take this time to acknowledge the sacred land of the gadigal peoples and pay our respects to our gadigal elders past present and future and acknowledge their strength wisdom and creativity this land's been a meeting place for well over sixty-five thousand years before us and will continue to be a meeting place for a long time after us I also want to acknowledge the significance of Redfern as the, birth pa- of, as the birthplace of black theatre in this country and as a place of resistance, resilience and refuge. My name's Georgia Mokak. I'm a proud Jugan woman um, and welcome to the first iteration of Race Matters on a Monday afternoon on FBI Radio 94.5. Oh, I have the biggest smile on my face right now. <laughs> I'm Darren Lasagas, by the way, and yeah, we are two of four uh, co-hosts yeah, of Race Matters. Half um, the family. Exactly. Yeah, you may remember us. We used to be on Wednesday up for it. Uh, Ryan Clapham and Sarah Khan, the other two hosts that you'll be getting to know even more uh, as uh, Race Matters uh, occupies this space, 5.30 <laughs> every Monday afternoon, right after Tanya Ali. Um, yeah, it feels good. It feels so good. Yeah. How are you, by the way? I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the 21st of January. What does it mean? What does that mean? <laughs> um, I don't know how into astrology our listeners are or how all over the moon calendars everyone is. Um, but tonight just so happens to be the super blood wolf moon lunar eclipse. It I don't sounds, even know what that means. It sounds so <laughs> ominous, and yet people are losing their minds over it. What? I just I'm losing my mind. Yeah, well, I guess I'm about to. Um, yeah. I guess we'll see how it unfolds and when the, when the sun sets and the moon rises. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, coming up on the show, we have a very special guest, Marcus Whale, Sydney-based multidisciplinary artist. Uh, you know him from his performances, part of Collarbones and BV, uh, the latter of which are playing a show this Friday, the 25th at the Red Rattler Theatre in Marrickville. But before we have Marcus on for a chat, uh, it is the start of 2019 and what better time to then to talk about something that this year is being recognised internationally. Mm. Um, yeah, so 2019 is the International Year of Indigenous Languages. So the UN, I think in 2016, they decided that 2019... Um, would be the year to raise awareness and take action to support um, a reawakening of First Nation languages from across the world. Um, In Australia alone, I've very recently, just over the last couple of weeks, in conversation with Jacqueline Troy, um, learnt that there's actually 407 Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander languages, um, many of which, as she so eloquently likes to put it, she likes to refer to them as being asleep or resting. So they're not lost. Um, they just need to be... Um, they just need a little alarm clock to wake them up, to put it lightly. Uh, and I guess it's just an interesting thing thinking about the UN deciding that... 2019 was going to be a year for this. I think it's something that people have been aware of for quite a long time and to 
sort of confine it to a space is just seems really odd to me and I was mm. sort of, I've just been thinking about it for a little while. Yeah, to your knowledge, uh, can you remember any, any times in the past where an organisation like the UN, which has <laughs> such international clout, have explicitly addressed the, um, the, uh, yeah, the disparate effect of uh, dying Indigenous languages? Um, I think they've been aware. And I guess back in 2016 mm. when they decided, it's it's just really funny that it was three years ago that they were like, okay, let's do this yeah, in like, 2019. Not now. Just like yeah. give us a few years to warm what up. What took three years to put in place <laughs> that you now can acknowledge that uh, yeah. we need to highlight yeah. the significance and of I don't, Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen this mm. year, but um, I'm excited to find out. I hope it's not just a statement. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, watch this space to see what unfolds mm. uh, for 2019. Uh, but yeah, the importance of language uh, is something that is very dear to us and that we explore a lot uh, in Race Matters and we have done in the past. Mm. Um, keen to touch on it a bit too with Marcus Well, uh, who will be in for a chat uh, in just a moment. We'll hear a track from BV right now. This is Ha, huh, and you're listening to Race Matters on FBI 94.5. <laughs> Change all of them say I don't give a what's here. 
Lazarus. Lazarus. Oh, I've been keeping shadows ever since last year, last trip. I've been riding levels with my click. Oh, I've been moving levels with my wrist. Oh, I've been living shadows ever since. This is BV with Ha on FBI Radio 94.5. You're listening to Race Matters right now with Georgia Mokak and Darren Lasagas. Joining us right now is Marcus Whale. Marcus plays as part of Collarbones, uh, BV, uh, releases music under his own name too, and released recently performed as part of uh, Caldera Festival, amongst other things. Marcus, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Oh, uh, anytime. Anytime at all. Uh, we know that you're a part of uh, FBI uh, Beyond This as well. Uh, Sleepers in Sydney is your show. Shout out to Sleepers in Sydney on Wednesday nights. That's it, 11 o'clock, 11 yeah. to 1. <laughs> uh, Marcus, it's been a little while since we've seen uh, BV in a live iteration. Uh, for those of us who aren't familiar with the goings-on of BV uh, since you last played, what's happened uh, uh, in between your last show and now? Laverne Lee, who is one member of the group and also I think pretty known on this station because mm -hmm. uh, of his work as Cassius Select and Fake and also Gare mm -hmm. a few years ago. There was an album of the week a few years ago for that album that he put out. He uh, had to move back to Canada, which is where he grew up. And uh, so we haven't really seen each other for quite a long time. We also haven't played a show since uh, winter 2017 which yeah. is, uh, you know, I feel like my whole worldview has changed since that time. Mm. How's it changed? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, these, these things move very, very uh, invisibly. Absolutely. You, you, you feel that it has changed, but you can't pinpoint how exactly can't it has pinpoint. changed. Yeah. Can't pinpoint. Uh, <laughs> uh, both you and Laverne are of Asian descent, and up until recently, uh, we're both making music in Sydney, or I guess until two, a few years ago now. Is there ever a consciousness of your ethnic identity when you are making music or performing? I think, my, my, at least for me, my consciousness is th the fact that I have quite a distant relationship with my Chinese, Chinese-Malaysian side. And you know, having grown up in this country and uh, in some ways been uh, given a bit of a an easier time by my mum than maybe other Chinese mums might have. Mm. Uh, you know, I never learned the language. Uh, Cantonese is my mum's language. And uh, sort of was rarely given contact with, with the cultural side of things. And in fact, the other day around Christmas time, I was sort of asking my mum, so what do you think your culture is? You know, as, as particularly as a migrant woman. Mm. I mean, she never really had a lot of Chinese friends in Australia. And um, it was kind of like even difficult for her to pinpoint mm. it. And I, I guess in, in this sort of environment, it's, it's interesting to think about how we as sort of non-white or part-white people are called upon at times to define identity mm. and, and maybe, maybe even kind of flaunt it and sell it a little bit. Uh, for you know, for attention and success, how how do we kind of define it in that context when, when we're sort of called upon? So I don't I don't really know. I, I think mm. about it a lot in terms of uh, the 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 erasure, I would say, and the lack of it, which I don't know how that comes out necessarily. Through your art, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
for Levant, Levant's got kind of maybe an even more complex story because he is someone who lived in Australia for a very long time and uh, but grew up in Canada and his parents are Chinese, Hong Kong and Macau. Mm. And uh, well, there's a track that I have brought. I don't know if I'm pivoting to this too early. No, no, no. We'll get pivot um, again later. But you, you invited me to bring in a track <laughs> yeah, for this <laughs> segment. And uh, the track that I've chosen is off Laverne's EP as fake under the name Patua, Patua, uh, which is the kind of local name for the Patois of Portuguese that is spoken in Macau, uh, which is where his father is from. And, it, and that is a language which is endangered. Mm. Just to Just to kind of resting. Having a nap. Re- having, a, <laughs> having a nap. But there are, there are native speakers, but I think the estimate that I read was there's about 50 yeah. uh, currently. Uh, and so I suppose, I'm not sure exactly the particular context of him using that word, but in any sense, it's a very direct calling to attention of his forebears mm. um, by, you know, this is a language that has been spoken by my family that I don't speak. But in his music, I feel like it maybe comes through in the way that it, that particular project is so much about the voice and about language and, and the obscuration of it and it being, becoming this sort of uh, beautiful but kind of twisted version of language. Shall we have a listen to the track now? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's pivot. Uh, This is Fake right now with Blessing on FBI 94.5.
If you've just joined us, uh, you're listening to Race Matters on FBI Radio 94.5. We've made the move from Up For It with Ruby Miles and have created a new little home here um, from 5.30 every Monday afternoon. Uh, we just heard the track from Fake, bless them. You may know him as also being one third of BV. Uh, Marcus Whale, who's also in the studio this evening, afternoon. Um, it's also part of BB uh, and, yeah, joining us in the studio ahead of their show this Friday night at the Red Rattler. Uh, Marcus, tell us why you've chosen this track this afternoon. Well, I, th- I wanted to talk about... I wanted to talk about Laverne's music, yeah. I suppose, and uh, how important I think his work is and was to this particular locale. Mm. Um, and I think in terms of, you know, ra- race, race conversations have really transformed a lot since I met Laverne. And I, I think it's kind of interesting to see how things have, have changed. I remember at the beginning, this, this, the group that we are, we were called Black Vanilla. And we made R&B and it was kind of a gag about, almost shamefully, a gag about these two um, little like Chinese boys um, grinding and uh, like singing in that way, uh, in a way that I feel like wouldn't nec- would be kind of on the nose, you know, in twenty nineteen. No, no one was there to call us out at the time, <laughs> which is you know. Well, that's so interesting because what about two little Chinese boys? Uh, grinding to R and B music is something that should be taken on the nose, you know. Like, mm, yeah, why can't I don't know. That be it was, taken seriously. Well, I, I guess maybe we were trying to play on this idea of uh, the the way that Asian men are kind of desexualized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was specifically the project, but looking back, that was definitely what was happening. <laughs> that was, was your like, mission statement when you made the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I, I guess since then. Well, I, I love that track by Laverne. It's yeah. really haunting and beautiful. Uh, and I, I think a lot of his music is fake. It has that haunting quality because it feels like it's music that has been twisted and transformed and and taken through so many effects that were, that were just left with this kind of residue. Uh, and I feel like that's a little bit of an analogue for type like patois and creoles where where you're putting in a lot of ingredients and then it comes out in this really in this organic way through the uh through you know it's it's kind of like you're given these these colonial products Mm. and then uh you make something new out of it you make make good out of something that was that's um that was kind of traumatic it's pretty amazing, isn't it? Like, as much as they try to, and they being, yeah, colonizers, I guess, um, enforcing or trying to enforce certain languages on us. And even still through all of that, we are capable and creative enough to, yeah, push through that and create all of these like amazing dialects and creoles. And yeah, I just, language just amazes me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think what Laverne does there, uh, as you said, crystallizing that in a song and mm-hmm. a soundscape and sound design 
in a way that means that the language is inextricably connected to the music is mm. incredible. So yeah, I will back you when you say that. Yeah, his music is incredibly hey. important <laughs> for this locale. Yeah. Bring him back. No, I don't know. He's probably doing his own thing. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I think he'll be happy. He's happy in Toronto. Uh, yeah. But you know, it's it's a shame that we can only play a show every eighteen months. Mm. Well, <laughs> they're rare things. You have to savor them. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, you touched on it just then, Marcus, about um, you and Laverne, and the kind of mm, reluctant politicization of what you do, uh, and when you were first starting out as well. And I think about like the history of dance music and how it was founded by peoples of color and championed by peoples of color, but in many of its current iterations is overrepresented overrepresented with white people um and absolutely like wholeheartedly dance music is for everyone and that's fine but i think about young people of color who are 17 18 coming up into these scenes and maybe unfamiliar with the history of dance music and feel like they don't belong in these spaces because of the color of their skin mm. um what has your experience been uh navigating these spaces Mm, I mean, this is an interesting question because in this country we're we're very removed from the origins of mm-hmm. house and techno in um, Chicago and Detroit and New York in some senses as well, uh, and and at the same time there's a very organic, rich history of dance music in this in this country as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for me, I it's been interesting for me to experience dance music scenes in this country in in terms of uh, queerness as well, and and when I think about the kind of enduring the enduring parties that that I have been to over a long period of time, it's been Monster Gras and Pink Bubble and. Uh, those kinds of those kinds of events, which often do involve um, a lot of kind of diaspora type performance and music, uh, diaspora. I don't know how to pronounce that word. Do you know? Hmm? Diaspora. Diaspora. Di- oh, <laughs> now we're getting into phonetics. Ooh. No. Diaspora. Diaspora. Uh, yeah, I, I, I guess I have found myself more and more over time seeking out the types of spaces where it's. Uh, you know where we can be less of a token, mm. I think, and and that's where that's where it kind of works for us. I remember Black Vanilla. We played so often at Red Rattler over the years, uh, less so recently, um, because we haven't played at all recently. Yeah. Uh, but you know, m- uh, many of our early shows were at Red Rattler in Sydney. Mm. And you're taking it home once again this Friday night. Uh, who else is playing uh, on the night? We have Sass Hound. Mm-hmm who is wonderful uh and joel spring is djing that's it really we uh decided to make it a fundraiser for grandmothers against removals uh, because it's the day before invasion day Mm. and their work is such a direct link with the ongoing colonization in in this country uh so we felt like it that seemed like the most seemed like a really relevant thing to to talk about as well you know in the context of it being we're going to be it's going to be nighttime on the 25th and it'll end and it'll be the 26th mm. Mm. and then we can sort of remember the uh the way that invasion is an ongoing process rather than something that happened once a long time ago mm. 
Alright, that's uh, BV playing this Friday night at the Red Rattler in Marryfield. We'll pop all the details up online as well, fbiradio.com. Uh, but for now, though, it is uh, the super rare Blood Wolf Moon uh, <laughs> tonight. How will we be harnessing the energy tonight? Uh, I'm actually headed uh, back down to Carriageworks to check out until later and see Abitonia in conversation with Nakane, who's uh, in town uh, with Wesley Enoch and Charlotte Heatherly. Um, yeah, it starts at seven. So yeah. hopefully I can catch the moon after that. I don't yeah. want to miss the moon with Is it super overcast right now? What's... Oh, yeah. Is anyone? It's overcast. <sighs> but it's meant to clear up tomorrow, so maybe the clouds will clear at night time. Mm. Let's hope. Let's hope. Mm. Fingers crossed. Otherwise, you can just live stream it online, right? <laughs> that is so grim. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is it. Welcome to 2019. Uh, Mark as well, thank you so much for coming in for a chat for our first ever Race Matters on a Monday afternoon. It's been a pleasure. Uh, Georgia, you've picked the last song for this afternoon. Uh, please tell us about it. And it's actually all thanks to uh, sweet Neville, who shares the same birthday as me. But um, this track was dropped uh, on the 18th of January. It's called Smoking Ceremony by Skinny Fish Sound System featuring B2M, Birds and Tasman Keith. Um, so we've got a bunch of Tiwi fellas, um, Butchula and, Kum- and Gumbanya, um, Tasman Keith. And, uh, yeah, I guess just thinking about Invasion Day, is, uh, which is what I, this track was dropped it's a nice introduction to sort of reflecting on that time let's do it let's listen to it thank you so much for listening if you want to listen back to this race matters fbiradio.com is where to go and catch you next week Smoke through the sky, smoke through my eye, smoke the opposition with spirit that they despise. Cleansing my soul and hope that it overrides every bad spirit. Can you feel it? Switch the vibe. 60,000 plus, that can't be hours up. These ancestors that can bless us to power up. And we just out of luck, and we just out for love. So we poke at the fire in the smoke, we trust now open up. Say, I know it's connected. I got some brothers from the TV, well respected. And all the family from Gumbangi to collected. You feel the smoke in the air whenever we be present. I said, I know it's connected. I got some brothers from the TV, well respected. And all the family from Gumbangi to collected. You feel the smoke in the air whenever we connected. Oh man came and saved me and we flew over my homie's
Race matters. 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 Race matters.